Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of Food of the Boom Podcast. This is your boy, JBJR, in the building uh, on another beautiful Saturday morning, uh, Saturday afternoon, excuse me. Um, just uh, just at home, you know, staying busy, doing COVID, you know, trying to get the uh, show back going and trying to give you guys some quality material. So thank you for guys for being patient with me. And um, I definitely want to go ahead and give you some more material, more consistent material. Um, but, you know, make sure you just check us out on freshproducestl.com slash fruit of the boom for all the episodes. All the episodes are archived on there. You can also check us out uh, on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, uh, all the major audio podcast uh, platforms. I'm out there. So make sure you uh, subscribe to Fruit of the Boom Podcast on that and on social media at Fruit Boom Pie, F R U I T B O O M P O D. But anyway, let's go ahead and introduce our next guest. And right now, I got actually one of our uh, fresh produce online champions on the uh, on the line with us right now. As a matter of fact, uh, he's actually uh, it was a first time, uh, like I want to say, like a first time competitor, if I'm not mistaken, and won his very first time. And he did very very well. He made it to the championship round. Uh, he didn't make, you know. He unfortunately he didn't win. Unfortunately he didn't win that. But you know, like anything else, he, I'm pretty positive my man gonna be back because he has some awesome, awesome shit like awesome soul boo bap type beats that I love. And so everybody, welcome to the floor, Dan Kokoro. How you doing, brother? Man, all things considered, I'm doing pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, brother. I thank you for, like I said, taking time out to, you know, come rock with me on the show, man. You know, Saturday, you know, Saturday afternoon, kind of, kind of busy, but still kind of laid back enough where we can do something like this, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't mind at all. Uh, this is probably like the most ideal thing for, for me to do right now, because like I just got all of my, or at least a great deal of my energy back. So you really like requested to do an interview with me at a really good time. I feel really like excited to do this. Absolutely, man. I'm glad I'm glad we able to do this, brother. So um, just so just so I can go ahead and uh, let everyone know that's a brand new listener. Uh, if you never heard the show before, the whole point of the show is to basically just give spotlight and highlights to um, the unsung heroes I consider of the music industry uh, for your favorite artists and bands, which are to me producer who makes the music the actual engineer who makes everything sound great for the producer and the artists and bands and the dj to help get your music heard out there to the masses the many masses that's out there and i feel like those three fields are kind of pretty unsung out here even though they've definitely been rising more than prominences lately but you know still kind of unsung as far as who are those voices who are those people behind the boys doing all this great uh, great work so that's the whole point of the show especially to uh, all the people that competed uh, with our um our St. Louis-based beat battle called Fresh Produce STL, both online and in person pre-COVID. So, um, you know, that's the whole point of the show. So we want to go ahead and get highlight spotlights to people like that. So we're going to start off with my man, like I said, Dan Coro, and we're going to go ahead and start off with a very easy question, very simple, which is, how did you get started in music production? Well, honestly... You know, I've just been surrounded by, you know, family members who perform music for like uh, basically my whole life. You know, my dad was, is a jazz guitarist and, you know, he also, you know, performs like gospel music with his guitar. And I believe my mom, you know, performed in choir at some point. My grandmother who's still around, you know, he, she played piano for her church. And I still have like family members and like affiliates of my family who like are involved in like music, it, who are involved in music in general. So, you know, I felt like, you know, it was a matter of time before I'd really try, you know, exploring, you know, performing music myself. But I, at some point I really wanted to take, a, take things a step further and, you know, create my own sounds because you know like I, I while I do enjoy like uh, like 
perf- I, I do enjoy like playing like the music that I love, like doing covers of it or or even like making small alter alterations of or modifications of like songs I enjoy. Like the real like like in inside of me there's this really like uh sentimental like like thing that that wants to you know reflect or sort of demonstrate that not only are my influences super you know important to me but you know I can do something unique as well I can I can demonstrate that I have something to offer to the world as well musically or creatively so and that that I had that revelation happen when I was about 17 I think and then I started assembling music equipment learning how to record and eventually I just took off from there that's what's up brother that's what's up man so uh do you, um so I know since uh since you had that vast background um do you still play any instruments to this day or have you played any instruments to try to keep up with that stuff? Or do you strictly stick with like, you just kind of like the hardware software guy at this point, like with music production? Uh, do you incorporate any of that? I originally started out playing piano and I, for, if I, from what I recall, I still own the piano that's at my parents' house. Like it's still in my possession. If it, like it should still be in a basement somewhere in the basement in my parents' house. Um, and I'm still, I, right at the moment, I'm very rusty because, you know, I haven't been home in a long time. Uh, it's been months since I practiced, but, you know, I try to make up for that by, you know, recording like certain piano like compositions in my music. Uh, it might sound a little less, I mean, like organic or natural because like I'm really like precise when it comes to, you know, arranging my piano parts. Even if I'm like recording live, I'm really just like <laughs> trying my best to be a perfectionist about it. But yeah, you know, I I started out, you know, with an instrument of some kind and then I decided I should record with that instrument and then just, you know, gather some more hardware and record my own stuff. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. Um, so uh, as far as uh um music production now uh what do you use like are you just strictly software or since you do use hardware or uh, what do you usually use as right now as far as software goes i use fruity loops fl studio like that's i'm a i'm a loyalist as far as like using fl studio at this point i've tried other daws but like that one like suits me the most right now um i mean prior to like moving into this place this apartment i like I said, you know, I was recording like from my, from a keyboard. Uh, and, you know, I was able to perform a great deal of like my drum patterns in addition to like my piano like parts with the keyboard. Uh, but other than that, uh, I'm also a big fan, especially now that I don't have my keyboard with me. I'm a huge proponent of like incorporating samples into songs. Uh, because I, I've gotten to a point where I am really comfortable with uh, like adjusting sounds to really suit what I want to do with them. You know, like take like um, basically crafting a, a different like uh, like a different uh, how can I say this? Like I, I would listen to a song I like and I try to basically like change it in a way that the original artists may have not thought of when they record the original version. So, which kind of goes into my philosophy of sampling. I could probably go into that like in depth, but like essentially what I'm saying is like, I, I find it really fulfilling to me as like a hip hop music producer and, and just uh, participate in the black culture of hip hop music to take a song that appeals to me and put my own twist, my own spin on it. I think that's what I was trying to say earlier. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, bet, man. So um, since I know you do sample, and uh, so what would you say, uh, since you do sample, um, and I'm a sample head myself, love sample myself, uh, 
what uh do you just uh try to stick with a st- uh, certain genre by any chance or do you kind of just kind of like freeform with it you just don't like it wants the sounds good like what kind of sampler are you for the most part that's interest that's a very interesting question because i used to just exclusively pursue soul samples because that was what i was traditionally like you know brought up on soul music and you know i i i really felt like that was what my ear would just be like conditioned to look for but at some point i started like crate digging and not only just crate digging like at some point i started like actually working at a record store which i still do and like that would that actually like helped me you know engage in the act of crate digging because i would have like the merchandise in my hand as it would come in the store and you know i would look through those and you know i would listen to the to the records whether it be on an actual record player or on the internet and you know a lot of the the artists that i would come across you know they they had like a variety of sounds that had nothing to do with soul sometimes uh but to me uh my my definition of soul you know began to change as i was listening to more music that like resonated with me because I would I would start to like connect emotionally to the songs I was hearing that remind me of a soulful sound. Uh, and then even if like the, the sample I'm listening to or the song I'm listening to has nothing soulful about it, I would feel inspired to, to morph the song to sound uh, more soulful than, than it originally does. So as far as like uh, my, type of samples to choose from at this point i don't really have a preference you know i I feel really confident enough to just you know listen to almost anything and make it my own nice nice that's what's up man because uh i know at one point when i was sampling i was just a soul sample head just just sampling just soul music and i still know sample soul music to this day but you know i just know but I guess I ask that question now more so when people say they do sample soul because I'm just, you know, it's just asking out of curiosity because uh, I know people that do stick with just one genre, which is like a soul or a funk or a gospel or something like that. But then, like, so you got people out there who would do that, but just will pick some shit on the fly. Like, they'll pick some rock or they'll pick some and uh, a gaming soundtrack or they'll pick, like, some shit that just hurt out nature, you know what I'm saying? Just, just all types of shit, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm just asking out of curiosity because it's, it's something I'm always been kind of curious, like how people, like, what do people sample? Like, what kind of stuff people like sampling? You see what I'm saying? Because just I'm always been kind of curious today. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of which, man, and um, it'd be actually a good segue because speaking of samples and how I've actually heard your music, especially through Fresh Produce, which the shit was dope as hell and I was, was like oh man some boom bap like that one hell yeah I'm that hell yeah and so I was like okay that's what's up that's what's up I'm, I'm with that man so uh tell me a little bit about uh you know when you first competed in Fresh Produce and like just your feelings on this like when you first won and how that feel and stuff like that like tell us like, tell us your feeling like tell me your feelings on like that in particular you know this is gonna sound really egotistical but maybe I'll be able to clear it up by, you know, explaining a little more. So I would would compare my first experience in Fresh Produce to Derrick Rose's first season in the NBA when he won MVP. And I don't think any other NBA player who was like a rookie won MVP ever. Like Derrick Rose was the first person to do that. Uh, and I'm not saying like I'm the first person on first fresh produce to just come out of nowhere and just like win a, a, a contest. But the more the uh, the competition went on, and and to backtrack a little bit, I honestly felt like I had no chance at all because <laughs> I, I came in knowing that my sound was dusty as hell, and almost immediately my my opinion or my assumption of everyone else having this really contemporary uh, sound, in my opinion, something that was really like appealing to a lot of people, like 
and and really maybe more unique than what I was doing in my opinion like I was the I felt like I was the more the most traditional contestant in the competition as far as like what I was aiming for like musically sonically and all that so as the competition went on and I started seeing like more people like like in the comments just saying like oh we're 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 supporting you like we're we're backing you and i started like going through the rounds and and proceeding through the competition i was like huh like i was excited but i was like okay but i have some trepidation here about whether i actually have a chance to a degree but the more it kept going the more confident i really became and i was like oh i see so it's not that it's not necessarily that I'm bringing something that's like super dusty to the competition and people are thinking like, oh, like this, this dude, this this motherfucker here is, is acting is trying to do something really old school and trying to show out. It's, it's more like, hey, this guy actually has something that connects with me on a, an emotional level. And that's what I took from like everybody saying everybody like supporting me and eventually winning the round, but I mean the whole like battle. I was I just felt like overwhelmed with all the support basically, you know? I, I felt really happy that people really like just enjoyed what I was doing, you know. I mean, and that's dope, man, because I you know what, and I'm gonna say this to you, bro. That kind of feeling uh is a pretty awesome feeling, I would say, right? Solely because um when you are coming into a new situation like that, it is kind of like, like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen here. Uh, I hope I do good. Like, I hope. But, you know, like, but, but, like, but, like, but like you said, though, you know, like as time went on, you can say like, oh, these people really do like what I'm bringing to the table. Then you kind of get more relaxed with it. And he's like, okay, now I'm feeling more confident in what I can bring to the table. And it's not even just, it's really not arrogance, really. It's more so, or ego, or ego. It's more so, like I said, it's just confidence. You know what I'm saying? Like if you just being uh, confident in yourself because it's like, you just wasn't as confident before. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, I, I know I can win. I can know I can do this. But it's like, as long as you sure of yourself, but not trying to play anyone down, then you know, uh, you know you should be all you know you should be all good you know what i'm saying because that's it's just how it goes man it's just look at like i said when you see people on your side it's definitely a confidence booster you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. so no but you i think you you did very well man and the shit was live and i absolutely loved it man so shout out to you again for uh when winning that online battle on your first try man like i said you definitely you definitely not the first but it is definitely fresh to see someone you know a newbie like you win that, that is a great thing to see so so shout out to you again for that week. Thanks, dog. Yeah, man. Uh, so tell, uh, so this, uh, so let me ask you this, man. Have was this your first ever beat battle, or do you plan on, or was uh, do you plan on doing more in the future? Like, tell me a little bit about like uh, if you plan on doing stuff like that in the future, or if you, even if you have an interest. Like, just do you have that kind of interest? My first ever like competition in like regarding music was with Fresh Produce. Like when I joined the, when I signed up for Fresh Produce, that was my first attempt at doing anything live, honestly. Uh, so, I mean, I intend to try to, you know, bring more uh, like fresh or, or, or just brand new like material to like more competitions for sure. Um, I just, I mean, I'm, I, I guess my only like reservations about doing so, like they actually have less to do with like fresh produce or just beat competitions in general and more so about where my mental well-being is, you know? Uh, you know, as I was, you know, saying earlier, like I've, uh, I've been, I've been dealing with a lot, honestly, like in, in that, saying that by itself has been difficult for me to admit because I don't want to like, I, I don't want to like make my issues more like, uh, or at least make them seem like they are more significant than anyone else's. And that's also like a, a sort of compounding with everything else that I'm going through. So I feel like 
I can't really communicate what I'm going through with people because I don't want to like belittle anyone else. But at the same time, like, you know, the stuff that, you know, I've been experiencing recently has been pretty heavy on my conscience. And I, I just, like, it, it feels like to me, like making music and performing music is a really vulnerable and intimate experience. So if I were to do it again, I feel like I need to like really be in a, a solid headspace, a really stable, like, uh, like state of being in general, you know, once I, uh, like I decide to like apply for fresh produce or anywhere to, to perform my music. Nah, bro, and uh, that's totally understandable, man, because uh, definitely, I mean, take care of yourself first, man. I mean, before anything else, always take care of yourself first. I mean, fresh produce, we're going to be here. So, uh, you know, especially since, you know, COVID going the way it is right now, you know, I'm pretty sure we're going to be doing this online for uh, for probably for a little bit longer, uh, you, know, to keep, you know, to help keep morale and spirits up for everyone else, you know, especially, you know, all things considered. But no, nah, man, uh, no, take care of you, man. Like that's that's what you have to do. Like you know, you know, beats is definitely for me. You know, it's definitely uh, you know, definitely something that helps. It's my release. It's a it's a release for me. So it helps. You know, it's it's soothing. It's therapeutic. It's cathartic for me. So uh, I'm assuming it, it will be this, you know kind of the same vein for you. I will assume you know. Uh, or, yes. You know, yes. So yeah. So yeah, it's so it's just that, man. Like so. You just have to do what you have to do for you first before anything else, because that's the first law of nature is self-preservation. So you have to take care of you first. So, no, nah, man, I mean, do what you got to do, man. Then, you know, and sometimes you have to step away from making beats for a second. I mean, I had to. I mean, take a hiatus, you know, sometimes step away, get yourself in order, then come back with a fresh, clear mind. Boom, you good, you know. Like I was on hiatus for a second from um, making beats for just a second, but then I came back uh, earlier today in between doing shows and just running around and knocked out like two beats. I was like, cool. And just no problem. It's just flow, just cut up, chopped stuff up with no problem and got it done. I was like, nice. But, uh, you know, but it's, it's just stuff like that, man. You know, it's just like, you know, sometimes you have to step away for a second, you know, and then come back. You know, don't step away for too long where you start kind of getting rusty at certain things. But if it means just take like a little mini break for something just to kind of clear your head and, you know, especially depending on like what things you're dealing with internally, you know, it's, it's just it just helps to just kind of step away, get your mind straight, come back because once you come back, it's going to make your whole experience more therapeutic for you. And then you're going to be, be able to be more comfortable. You're like, okay, now I can kind of be on dealer mode eventually and just start knocking shit out. You know what I'm saying? You know, so just, you know, just it's something to think about. You know what I'm saying? So no, take, no, definitely take care of yourself first, bro. That's, that's more, that's paramount than anything else. For sure. Like I, I actually a hundred percent agree with that. Matter of fact, not only is creating music and maybe, just music in general listening to it whatever like it's a coping mechanism for me as you were basically like suggesting like you know and it's kind of weird too like even though music is like a therapeutic experience for me like i remember like i uh, like i don't even have to remember that hard like yesterday a few days ago i was in that bed stuck like and i didn't want to do anything i was a vegetable i just wanted to just do nothing and be nothing for like the, the longest time and or what felt like the longest time and you know I, I I would just sleep I would just just have zero energy zero motivation and I would just do the bare minimum to function but at some point you know like I I, I started like gathering my energy back to do a little more like practicing good hygiene, for example, uh, going outside, drinking water, uh, eating a little better than I usually do. And then eventually uh, that would evolve into like, you know, playing video games or reading a book, uh, spending money I might have in reserve for on just stuff that I like. And then 
Lastly, I would get into the stuff that I really enjoy doing, which would be like crate digging or like writing. Uh, and of course, listening or creating music, you know? Like it's, it's like, it's a process for me. And, you know, I, I honestly don't give myself enough like time or like credit to really realize that, you know, I need to deal with whatever I'm going through in the pace that I'm most comfortable with. Like sometimes I, in my head, I'm just like, you need to rush, bro. You need to get out of bed. You need to be productive in society. You're in America. You better pull yourself up by the brute straps and get to work. And at this point, like, I mean, that's sort of like a subconscious like notion for me, but like once I have my energy back, I'm able to tell that preconceived idea that I have to go fuck itself because I want to do what I want to do. Like right, right, I'm, right. I'm passionate about this hip hop shit. Like this is part of my identity. A great deal of shit that I enjoy is a part of my identity and whether it reflects the, the American dream or the American lifestyle. Like, bro, I'm fucking black. <laughs> I'm not, I'm African American. Like I have my own uh, culture. I have my own like past where people who look like me, who have my blood have struggled to basically survive. So I feel like the least I can do to respect them and respect my life is to do what the fuck I want to do, bro. Like, right. just. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 no, 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 you good. <laughs> no, 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 you, no, you was good, bro. No, you was good. You was good. No, 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 no. Like I said, the, the whole point of this podcast is you to speak on you, man. Like, this is about you, bro. So, you know, if you got some feelings you want to talk about, especially when it comes to this music shit, man, hey, I'm giving you the platform to do it. So go for it, bro. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so go for it, man. That's what, that's what the podcast is for, man. It's, it's for stuff like this. So, like I said, it makes, it makes for great listening, man. So keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think about just the fact, or just my reaction to ending my little monologue there, just the fact that I apologize for basically stuff that I still like stand by, <laughs> you know, like it's not like I changed my mind or anything. Like I just have anxiety over like offending anybody for feeling too forward or, or, or rash or whatever the word may be, which is kind of interesting because like, I mean, my, usual like demeanor when it comes to like expressing my thoughts especially these days is to be as open and honest about how i feel as i possibly can like regardless of whether it offends anybody like granted i am super sensitive about that but at the same time i feel like the ideas and beliefs that i have that should not affect like I feel like you're everybody's entitled to their feelings and shit like that but like if I say something that I feel like is a, is a benefit to the well-being of others as well as myself like if, like if I'm trying to be selfless with what I'm trying to express then I feel like if you're offended by that then I mean it could be about my presentation I'll give you that but if you're trying to say like for example like oh you shouldn't like you're, you're offending me by expressing your thoughts on pursuing racial equality. Then at that point, I'm like, dude, like, why are you getting bothered by this? Like, I don't oh, feel, com yeah, I don't feel compelled to like sympathize with you because you want to be intolerant, bro. Like, like it, it, it just really rubs me the wrong way when people feel like they're entitled to feel upset because they can't be prejudice against you about anything and i'm just like sick of that bro at that like at this point in my life i just want to feel like i have my i have the ability to do what i want to do like if i want to make music that like is different from what you know the masses or the mainstream you know what they're looking for then like so be it like i get it like there's clearly a market for it there's clearly mon money being made for from it I wish I could have a, a slice of bread or two from that, but like maybe if I try hard enough, I'll get there. But at the end of the day, I'm really just doing this shit for me, despite the frustrations I might express from not receiving attention from it, you know, which I feel like is not an inconsistent position to have. Like 
I can do stuff for myself and feel like disappointed that I'm not getting enough attention for it or that I, uh, that, yeah, essentially that. Like I, I can, I feel like it, there's nothing intellectually like, like hypocritical about saying like, I'm doing this for me, but it would be really great if it provided something sustainable for me, if it got me popular or whatever, you know, like goal you would set outside of like just personal fulfillment, if that makes sense. No, no, that 100% makes sense. Solo because, I mean, at the end of the day, man, I mean, who don't want to make, you know, money off of something they love doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, who doesn't want, who doesn't want that um, at the end of the day? So, but no, man, I mean, if, you, if you're doing this solely for you because, for you, man, because this is just, this is what helps you move forward. And like I say, this is what's therapeutic for you. And if someone got a problem with it, fuck it. I mean, honestly, I mean, fuck them. I mean, the, the way I see it, because I mean, this is what keeps you moving forward. And how dare someone say you can't do this? No, no, sue music. You know what I'm saying? Just to for your own personal fulfillment, for your own therapeutic purposes, stuff like that. You know, because I mean, music is therapy. I mean, it's used in therapy often so i mean how and so how would you tell and then being creative is is probably one one of the best things you can do for you know as as to move forward you know from depression or whatever case may have the tragedy or whatever's going on with that person being creative is like one is one of literally the best things you can do for your brain for you for just your brain in general so i mean why why not so why not do something that's going to help you be a better person so if someone has a problem with you trying to do better especially when it comes to making beats man like you know if anyone got a problem with that even if they listen to this shit now you know whenever this whenever the drops you know fuck them man that's coming from me you know just like so like you don't gotta like it and i kind of don't give a fuck if you do or don't because i mean this is what keeps me moving forward and if I make money off the shit, awesome. If I don't, but it still keeps me moving forward in my life and keeps me fulfilled, cool. Because I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, some people do shit just for the sheer love of it. I mean, and that's a lot of people just do it because of love of it. If they make money off of it, cool. If not, they just do it because that's what they just love doing. And how can you how can you be mad at that? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, how could you find problem with that? No, just to kind of help you kind of if, if anything to kind of help you feel better you know feel more better about that it's just like nah man like anyone that kind of helps trying to make you feel or trying to come at you in any kind of negative context about you trying to do something positive or trying to do something you know that's going to help your mental well-being and your emotional well-being like being creative aka making music you know fuck them Honestly, you know, they're not for you and they're not for, they're, they're really truly not for you. No matter if it's friend, family, friends, strangers, you know, they're not for you if they're doing that. So I just wanted to let you know that, man, just to put you in that headspace that, you know, if you weren't there before, definitely I hope so. You got, you have that in your brain now that like, don't, yeah, anyone who's not for you in that regard, regardless of who they are and what they believe in or what, how they move, like they ain't for you like that, man, keep it moving, man. Because that's it's just, it's just not worth your time. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's not worth your time. It's not worth your energy. So that's just what I wanted to tell you. I that's I had to learn everything that you're saying the hard way. Unfortunately, I've I've experienced a great deal of losses, like not like like death losses, but like uh, I've been cut off from like relationships as a result of people just you know seeing how i like live my life how i express myself and whatnot and like like it, it's it, it's really interesting too because like i feel like a great deal of like who i am now uh as of right this moment like i experienced a change like relatively speaking kind of recently like I think it was it was maybe after I moved out of my parents' house a few months ago, but I really think that it had a lot to do with the death or yeah, the death of George Floyd. And at that point, I really felt like, you know, it, when I, I started realizing that 
like people collectively just had enough, like uh, an insurgency occurred, like due to the fact that we lost George Floyd in addition to other like acts of it, of racial injustice and police brutality that we you know we've seen in this country. Like at that point, I just said like, fuck it. Like I'm going to express myself in any way I can. You know, all my filters or virtually all of my filters are gone. I'm setting every post I make on social media to public and I do not care about the consequences because like I stand by everything that I say and everything that I'm saying, if you disagree with it, that's fine. But in my opinion, I can stand by and back up everything that I do from now on because I honestly feel like my reality is valid. My thoughts, my feelings, my experiences, all of that. And as far as the music shit goes, bro, like it's gotten to a point like as like as soon as like Black Lives Matter just exploded, like at some point, like or rather, I guess imploded. I don't know. What I essentially saying is like when when the shit really started happening, like all around the country, uh, I started like doing something similar, you know, in my personal life as well as with my music. Like one of my albums that I released somewhat recently was a result of me just sitting down and saying, you know what, I'm just throwing all of my, like, uh, all of my, I can't exactly think of the word, but like all of anything that's like holding me back from creating something, anything, like any doubt, like is just gone. Like I'm just going to create and I'm going to try my best not to think about the the any of my anxiety regarding like whatever project I'm working on. So I quickly some project uh, just in time for fresh my first fresh produce competition won that. Consequently, that added to like the feeling that my reality was actually not a bad thing. Like, <laughs> like it was like as soon as I won fresh produce, I was like, okay. So I'm not crazy. I'm not a nutcase. Like, like what I'm feeling based on the music that I'm making, based on what I'm trying to like get across, like musically, that makes sense to people. That connects with people. So I might as well try to apply the same reasoning with everything else that's going on. Even if someone does a really good job of being shitty to me and try to like, basically like invalidate everything that I, I that I am or almost everything that I am parts of who I am but basically it's the same thing um like at right now I like I have enough like confidence in myself to say like the music that I make uh and the process of music making that has enough foundation uh to you know make me feel like the stuff that I that I craft is like important, you know. Regardless if it 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 doesn't sound completely ideal or something like that, it's still part of me, and that's 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 Justin. You know, Justin is a living being who I think is worth you know existing. You know, absolutely, bro. I'm like, no, hundred percent, man, and uh. And that's why, you know, and that's why, you know, I just, you know, you know, even though know, I'm not going to stay what well, we need to stay here, but you no, know, you know, you know, me and you've been talking off, off of here. And so, you know, just kind of, you know, kind of just making sure you've been cool on certain things and stuff, man. And, and that's why I wanted to kind of say that to you earlier. So that way you kind of just knew just like, yeah, man, don't, people are going to be people and it's a, and it's a sucky thing, unfortunately, you know, how humans are. You know, and you know, especially if you're black, you know, honestly, you know, if you think about it, 1619 till now, it's bullshit, just being honest. Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, that sounds accurate, <laughs> so you know, so but if you, I mean, but uh, you know, man, it's just one of those things that you just kind of as much as injustice and things going on and stuff like music and stuff like this, you know, it really gives us uh, creatives a voice. You know what I'm saying? It, it gives us a voice. It gives us an outlet. It gives us outreach to the masses to let them know how we feeling. And 
that's just how we feel. And like you said earlier, and if you don't like how we feel, how we express in our feelings, especially in a creative manner, no. Sorry, but not sorry. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like basically, sorry, yeah. It's like I, I'm not gonna apologize. I'm sorry that you feel that way, but I'm not gonna apologize for what the hell I did for me. So, but, but you, you know, man. So I don't feel like you ever have to owe anyone apology. Just like I said, man. Just keep moving forward, brother. You know, because that's what you just gotta do. You know, like especially like with outlets like making beats. You know, that helps. You know, immensely on several levels. So you just you just have to just keep that in mind, dog. Just keep you know it's it's you no know, and you know I always tell people try to stay strong. Yeah, I know it's kind of I know it's hard these times, especially with COVID going around and the economy being the way it is and so many other things that I can name. But uh, you know you just try to try to find like some kind of light at the end of the tunnel because you know you need to you know to kind of keep moving forward in these times. You know if if beats will help you do that, you know more power to it man because music is a powerful thing so i that's that's why i gotta say that honestly mm-hmm. yeah that's i mean that's yeah like i i can't really like convey like i feel like i can't convey properly how much you know music has definitely like been a part of my life you know and i'm saying like through every uh like aspect every like ev- evolutionary like aspect of my life i've really like formed a great deal of my character you know due to music uh and maybe it has more to do with the oh i don't know like i i that's this is gonna sound like i'm tooting my tooting my own horn or bragging but like i i really like you know to sit down and listen to entire albums like the the cohesiveness of an album as well as following the artist that creates an album that I enjoy and seeing what more they have to offer as far as mm-hmm. their experiences, as far as their knowledge about the world and whether that connects with me and everyone else. So for example, like I got some albums, like some vinyl records in the background that I feel like reflect a great deal of like ingenuity, uh, uh, pertinence, like uh, like as far as like all inclusive, all inclusivity, uh, and just overall brilliant music that just touches my heart and touches a lot of people's hearts. Like, I honestly am not that kind of person that tries to go pursue music that's just under the radar, just right off the bat. I used to be that pretentious, but I'm not anymore. Because now that I actually uh, like try to listen to entire albums and like try to understand the meaning behind those projects as well as like why people enjoy those albums in particular you know it 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 really made me like try to do something similar with the way i create music you know uh like even if it's something as simple as changing the or making the song titles to like reflect like how i feel about things because mainly i create just beats but you know the way i like listen to music is a little different than just like making any old beat that sounds like your typical run-of-the-mill like boom bap beat for example or trap beat or whatever i i try to do um so in a, in a nutshell like music for me is a really uh like complex uh like experience for me it's not something that I, I take lightly. Like it's gotten to the point where I don't even listen to the radio because not because like I I feel like I am holier than thou as far as like radio music goes. Like it's more like because I feel like the radio tends to like promote music like out of context of a project. Like it's it's not that uh, I I have anything against like hit singles or anything like that. It's more like. Uh, if you listen to a hit single, sometimes you miss out on the the, the bigger picture behind what an artist is trying to do. Um, like I could listen to, for example, a Kendrick Lamar song on the radio, but if you know about his work and if you follow him closely, especially his albums, then I think most people would recognize that Kendrick is way more than a hit single. Uh, like, 
Kendrick will like say a great deal of things in one song and will like in, in, in a sequence, like connect that into more songs or more one or more songs in an album. Uh, so while it may sound appealing to the ear to hear just a uh, just one of his like more popular songs, like I feel like uh, I'm almost willing to say like, like you're doing Kendrick a disservice by not listening to his in the whole body of work that's connected to the song you just heard, right? So I, in other words, I try to do something similar. Like you can listen to one of my songs, you can enjoy it, you're entitled to do that. But as far as like music in general goes, I would really encourage people to like listen to the entire like project or the entire body of work that I, I put into it. Not only because like there's more to offer, uh, but I worked a little too damn hard not to, or to be recognized for just like what people consider to be my number one song or number two song, you know? If that makes sense. No, no, it actually makes hundred percent sense, man. No, no, I feel you, bro. I feel you. I mean, like I said, you it's it just shows that you're very passionate about, you know, about about your about your music, man, about your creative outlet, man. And that just shows. I mean, like I said, I've heard your music and it do, it definitely does show, man. Like at least to me, it definitely shows. So but like I said, man, you know, just keep on keep on doing what you're doing, bro, because like I said, you you got a you got a great sound. Like you know, you definitely have a great sound. I you know I'm definitely have become a fan of your stuff. So man, so keep keep moving forward, bro. Like for real. Like you you on the right track. And so you know, just stay positive about it and just you know keep at it. You know, just keep grinding that out and then just put you in your tracks. You know, like that's your music, so you have to put you inside your own tracks. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah. Yes. So no, but you good though, bro. But uh, actually, we about to go ahead and. Uh, excuse me shut it down in a second uh appreciate you know taking the time out to do this interview again then broski but uh we actually um actually uh want to give you a little bit of time out to you know let the good people know how to contact you and uh about what project information that you want to put out uh any, anything that you want to go ahead and promote about yourself real quick man you need space and opportunity to do that right sure uh i mean as far as like my musician like or my my yeah, yeah, like my music information, like you can reach me at uh, Den Kokoro, like, uh, or at Den Kokoro as far as like Instagram or Twitter and stuff like that. On Facebook, you can like find me at Den Kokoro. Well, not necessarily at Den Kokoro, because Facebook's a little different with that. But if you type in Den Kokoro in the search bar, like you'll, you'll probably find me. Like I'm pretty sure my name is not a common one. Uh, as well as on YouTube and as well as on Spotify, Apple Music, like, I pretty much attempted to maximize my name and my work in as many places as I possibly can. So uh, as far as like future projects go, I'm working with a, a singer right now, uh, someone who I recently discovered, someone I, I kind of knew for a little while, uh, uh, but like had recently like discovered that, you know, she actually like records her vocals and, you know, creates songs. Uh, and the more I start talking about like music philosophy with her, uh, like we actually were a little more compatible than I initially thought. So we're right now I'm, I'm working on like basically like a, a pile or just like a collection of beats for her to like sing over. And I'm hoping that we really put out something that's, you know, really, uh, you know, personal as well as uh, insightful and thought-provoking. Like, I, I really want this project to, you know, have something really, you know, like, really powerful behind it. Like, I, I really don't want to just go ahead and, you know, just have like a random collaboration with a random person. Like, I really want to put as much of myself into this as I possibly can. So yeah, that's what's coming up. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. And uh, do you have any final words for the good people out there before we shut down? Ooh, I wasn't expecting that question. Uh, I would say uh, as far as things I could think of, I, I do have, I potentially have one thing I would like to say, and it's very succinct, but 
if you'll give me an opportunity, I could expand upon it a little bit. Uh, but I know you got you got to shut things down. But so I'll be brief. Uh, my philosophy, my like uh, opinion of life in general is that at this like at this point, my philosophy on life is that you know extraordinary ideas require extraordinary actions. And if you feel like you ever have a, a thought or a feeling about something that is unusual, uh, if you ever have this, this, this gut, this thing, this thing in your gut that tells you like you want to say or do something that goes against the status quo and like everything that you've understood about what this gut, this gut feeling is like, says that it's okay to do this or say this, then I would insist or encourage you to take that risk. Like, I, I, I hate to sound cheesy because it's it's almost like I'm like reading off of a Hallmark card or something, but I've really had a, a lot of trouble like trying to tell myself that like, yeah, you've got a lot going on. Yeah, you've got like these unique qualities about yourself. Everybody's got their own unique qualities, right? Which is kind of like an ironic thing to say, but at the same time, you know, it's really easy for me at least to feel like I am alone in my reality. And the more I try, uh, like almost every time I try to express myself uh, and, and just say, fuck it, like, the more I, I see like people basically connecting with what I say or do. And it, 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 I'm not just talking, again, I'm not just talking about music. I'm talking about like politics. I'm talking about sexuality. I'm talking about skin color. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about anything that has to do with your person. So if you have something bold that you feel like is within reason to express, then I feel like you should just do it, like like Nike, you know. Great words, brother. Great words, man. Totally understood everything you meant, bro. So you good to go, dog. Right so, on. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But like I said again, bro. Thank you again for uh, being a uh, guest on the show, man. Definitely, I'm um, looking forward uh, to more music from you, man. Definitely, man. So appreciate you again, bro. Absolutely, this was great. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. And so, good people, that was another episode of Fruit of the Boom Podcast. So, make sure, as always, you check us out on all forms of social media, which is at Fruit Boom Pod, which is F R U I T B O O M P O D on all forms of social media. Uh, make sure, like I said, you can catch us on Spotify. Uh, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, any major podcast outlet, we pretty much out there. And uh, make sure you catch us at the uh, catch me and the fellows at the next uh, Fresh Produce uh, coming up, which is uh, should be August fifth, if I'm not mistaken. So hopefully, I think this should come out before then, if not, right around that time. So uh, yeah, make sure you check that out and check us out online on Facebook Live. And we'll holler at y'all next time. Peace.